you know it is kind of ironic that i'm actually recording this on international women's day and this is a podcast episode that is almost entirely about men which does kind of state what exactly i'm talking about yes there is going to be a little bit of anti men here and there but essentially this episode is just about the men and there is a lot of man talk that will be thrown here but don't worry it's not like it's anti women or anything it's just very very pro man but before i get into that we need to start things off from a very interesting note and full disclaimer before i go any further there might be a couple of construction sounds in the background because of why i stay and you know that might be heard in the background so at least i've prepared you for that but that said and done let me get things on with our very first story which is very very interesting so the fda recently authorized the first condom approval for anal sex Okay, let me just try and think this one through a little bit. They approved a condom specifically for anal sex. I'm hoping it's not, you know, just for anal sex, but specifically for anal sex. Okay, maybe I'm the one that probably hasn't gotten this one properly, but considering that people use the normal condom that we've used for just about all sorts of penetration, are you telling me that that isn't one for anal sex? Like Why don't we just use the regular one for anal sex? Right? Cuz honestly speaking, I'm trying to think about how people managed to get this all the way till the FDA with like trials and everything. Cuz honestly, I don't know how the FDA didn't laugh in these guys' face because I'm trying to think about the trial process just for a little bit. Imagine going to a couple of people like let's say it's 100 people and you're saying You know, we want to do trials on this anal sex condom and it's specifically for anal. So you guys have to butt fuck each other and then we'll probably pay you guys at the end of it. Or maybe they tell them, you know, we need you guys to use it for anal sex for like 30 days or some shit. Like, do you imagine the number of people whose asses are hurt just because these guys are trying to push this thing out? And these guys are like, you know what? No, don't use any other condom and y'all must make sure that you guys practice anal on a daily like <laughs> yeah i'm sure when these guys release this thing to the market they'll probably talk about how the trial process was a complete pain in the ass <laughs> right this is a bullshit though. anyways as is the case let me just read the article real quick It says and I quote for the first time US regulators have officially authorized a condom that can be used for anal sex not just vaginal sex. The decision announced by the FDA on Wednesday has been long sought by sexual health experts who said it could encourage more people who engage in anal sex to use condoms to protect themselves against HIV and other sexually transmitted infections. The decision applies to a condom manufactured by Global Protection Co called the One Male Condom. Last year the company asked the FDA to allow it to add anal sex to the intended use of the condom on the product label based on a study showing the failure rate defined as slippage or breakage to be less than 1% during anal sex. I don't think this is viewed as something that should be restricted but rather something that opens the door for other companies to rigorously assess their condoms to show that they also perform well for anal sex. Said Aaron Siegler the epidemiologist at Emory University who helped lead the study that prompted the FDA decision end quote okay now 
to be very honest, I personally didn't think that like the failure rate with regular condoms was that bad because all I thought y'all had to do was add a bunch of extra lube into the mix because the booty hole ain't gonna lubricate itself and you know, you're pretty good to go. But the fact that there's actually a failure rate like this, maybe it might mean that there might be some emphasis on anal sex. But then again, when you kind of think about it, if and when someone does piss you off, one of the best ways that you can show them that they've annoyed you is to just get one of those condoms, wear it on your boot, and then tell them to turn around. Because at least at that point, they will have known that they are a pain, and thus you are going to break their foot up there. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one Break Time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who still does not understand anal sex. Probably because there's a lot more shit to handle, pun intended. He's a man who always believed that astrology should have been the study of ass. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denverby. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets, and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, if you know the drill, then you can repeat it after me. If you don't know the drill, then I'm going to say it for you. And if you have always known the drill, then it would be a good time to kind of just remind yourself because this is how you add yourself as a contributor to this podcast this is how you push some of the things that you'd want discussed on this podcast to the podcast and it's a very simple drill and it sounds like a song and it goes like this you see that tweet you like that tweet you want us to discuss that tweet you send that tweet you send it to the dms of at bagaka the d which happens to be my personal twitter handle and i will take it from there and i will handle it accordingly on facebook and on ig it is at break time on west side you can send it there as well if it happens to be a screenshot or a screen grab or even a reel that has a tweet that was taken from twitter and put up on either one of these other social media sites and i would be more than happy to take it from there and handle it accordingly Now, I do have a couple of tweets that I need to get into that are all about men. But before I get into any of that, there are two things that I did want to mention. Now, first of all, I actually recently got back into writing. I have started publishing articles that are going to be featured on the website of viralty.co.ke. And it is more or less within the same exact topic base as this podcast. And the most recent article that I have is actually almost sort of like a continuation of what I was talking about in the previous episode of Battle of the Sexes, which was relating to why it is that women can't manage to get guys. Now, if you're more of a reader than you are a listener, then by all means, you can go check that out. I will even have a link to it in the description. And you can go and check out the continuation of what it is that I was saying in the previous episode. Now, that said and done, I want us to discuss a quick story before I get into the tweets. And it was regarding a police officer that I may have mentioned in one of the episodes who kind of got a bit of an interesting story behind her when she was caught on camera banging all four of her male colleagues in the department while on duty. Now, she ended up being fired for it and you know there was the whole thing about the husband supporting her and how that was a little bit sus because even though they're in an open relationship banging niggas on duty you know shit like that and we all made jokes about that shit so now this babe by the name of megan hall who ended up being fired by that same police department is suing the police alleging that she was subjected to quote unquote sexual grooming like come on bruh like this is this is a bit hard to think about for a second because 
to think that she was going to go and cry out and be like oh you know i was groomed by this man i think it's a little bit more bullshit to do right now as opposed to what was that earlier like previously and i tend to believe that this babe probably just has really really short memory when she did all of this the husband decided to be supportive and i don't know if i came out during an episode or probably was off air or some shit and i was like you know what even though i was the man's at this point in time i wouldn't bring up the open relationship type shit i'd say that us guys are in a bit of a tough situation we need to go for marriage counseling blah 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 i wouldn't say jack shit about being in an open relationship because the idea that you know your colleagues or at least your wife's colleagues are busy railing her and you're aware about it and you don't do anything has certain social implications that most dudes aren't very ready for all right now this is a guy who decided to be very supportive of his wife and i'm guessing that they probably thought that if the guy was supportive then people would sort of get off of her case because the guy is like i'm aware of it it's not as bad as you might think because she's technically not cheating on me because it's an open relationship and i think that's what the both of them thought about this but the moment she ends up being fired plus i think also the male police officers ended up getting fired because of this and now she's busy trying to switch this up and sue and claim that she was sexually groomed this woman is i don't know i'm sure she's not under the age of 21 or even 18 so how exactly do you talk about being groomed then on top of that i have questions like how exactly are you groomed into looking at four niggas and saying you know what I'm gonna take dick from all four of them like how exactly do you groom babes to do that like i'm not saying it's impossible i just don't know how that happens because it's not like she did everything forcefully it's not like she said no or stopped to any one of those guys at least as far as we know so to claim that she was quote-unquote groomed oh no that sounds like some bullshit to me personally speaking i feel like there is quite an element of bs that's being thrown around here and this baby's just trying to get some cash from the police or at least from the department or from the city that she's in because this 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 is a pack of bs like if if you really wanted to claim that you were groomed this is some shit that you should have brought up like months back when this story broke out and even with that said grooming doesn't particularly work or at least it doesn't particularly make sense if you're a fully grown adult and on top of all of that, you know, even with the whole grooming and the understanding of what grooming is aside, like I miss the old days when grooming was just men dressing. Like how the fuck did this shit turn into how you can coach or apprentice a woman into giving you sexual favors or some shit? Like, ah, this is a bullshit. But anyways, I'm glad that the people that are here clearly know that this is absolute bull. But I will leave it at that because I do have some things that need to be discussed and I will move it on to our main tweets of this episode. And just like last week when I was busy discussing unpopular opinions, I actually figured I'm gonna try and do something a little bit interesting this episode. Now, I decided to do roughly the same thing where it's not that I went ahead and I went to one entire thread, but I went to one particular creator or at least one Twitter user and I picked on three tweets that they spoke about. Now, the Twitter user goes by the handle at poison underscore king underscore one, and he was pretty much talking to men, and he was starting his tweets by dear men, and I figured they might be nice to talk about. So, I'm gonna address them. So, on to our very first tweet of this episode. 
Dear men, absolutely nobody was born a simp. Every simp was fed the wrong information by parents, relatives, and society. It's in your best interest to accept that being a simp doesn't serve your purpose in life and then make changes accordingly. Until then, enjoy being a simp. Okay, can I say that it's absolutely true? Well, yes, but no at the same time. Like, okay, here's the thing. It's very hard to say whether a kid or at least a young man was born a simp or wasn't born a simp. Because you're pretty much just born and the first person that gives you canned affection is your mother. Or at least that's, you know, how it's normally supposed to be. So the first person that you end up having a lot of your love for is your mother. If you're a straight man and if you had a good relationship with your mom. Then there's also the whole relationship with your dad and everything. And, you know, that's that entire thing. So at the end of the day, you're pretty much going to be conditioned by the environment that you're in, your parents and your relatives, as well as the information that you take in, whether from media and books and shit, and, you know, match it up with who you are as a person. And that will either push you towards either being a simp or not being a simp. So to be very honest, it's a little bit hard to say whether someone is or isn't born a simp because that's almost a nature versus nurture question. So to say that someone was born either a simp or not a simp is a little bit misleading to think of it. But at the end of the day, I think the bigger underlying statement here is that if you are a simp, you can change and, you know, adjust your mindset such that you don't end up being a simp. Because being a simp is a strategy that you use as a guy to try and get a babe or try and get to be with a certain woman that you really like or that you might want to be with so at the end of the day if someone just told you that that's not a very good mating strategy especially on a long-term level then probably it could actually work you know also talk about things like the success and the failure rates and shit that would probably make a little bit more sense but to say that you weren't born a sim at least when you think about it on a practical level it's a little bit hard to really come out and stand by But then again, I might not entirely be correct about that and maybe I might just be beating around the bush with some sort of bro science or some shit. So I'll welcome your feedback on that and I will move it on. So on to our very next tweet of this episode. Dear men, advice for all men. As a man, your goal in life should not be happiness. You can be happy doing nothing but you won't feel fulfilled. Find your calling and build something long term to leave a mark on this planet. Okay, Uh, when you kind of think about the way he's saying it, it's not a bad thing. It sounds like it's not great advice, but it's actually not bad. Because there's a psychologist that actually sort of spoke about how in counseling, or at least when it comes to counseling men, a lot of psychologists get it wrong because they counsel them the same exact way as women. And with women, you know, you're trying to help nurture them and you're trying to be caring and nice. And with men, that's not how you're supposed to do it. Because with men, we're more driven towards purpose. So if you give a man purpose, then he will be able to crawl through broken glass with a smile. And actually, that's that's actually the metaphor that was used, you know, crawling through glass with a smile, actually crawling through broken glass with a smile. And when I kind of think about it in the way this guy is saying it, I don't think that happiness should be avoided or at least it shouldn't be a goal. But I don't think it should be the main goal. I think at the end of the day, 
if you look at happiness as a goal or as a destination it's not going to be something that you ever really achieve because you might end up pegging it on something and you might get there then you might feel happy for a little bit then you won't feel it anymore or you might not get it and you'll continue striving trying to chase it thinking that that's where it is and yet the reality of it is happiness is a journey it's one of those things that you have to decide that you are and you sort of move with it because it's not like you get up in the day and you're like you know what i want to be sad today but if you do end up being sad or you do end up feeling good you can always just stand on your ground and be like you know what i choose to be happy whichever the current situation that is and that's actually a really really good way to live and when it comes to goals look at purpose purpose works a lot better for men as opposed to chasing some version of a happy and just like i said initially happiness isn't particularly good as a goal so purpose should be a lot more of the goal as opposed to happiness so i actually do agree with what this guy said but all that said and done i will leave it at that because there is another tweet to discuss so on to our very next tweet of this episode dear men hypergamy is never compatible with monogamy don't date a war veteran while young women exist don't be a savior let them be saved by betas in church okay to kind of bring this up all right this is this is one of those talking points that i've never entirely understood or agreed on where some guys make it seem as though every single woman is trying to bang all of these other guys and they're just trying to look for the best fit for them and then they might decide to settle down and if they're not happy with what they've settled with then they'll probably go start fucking another guy like i tend to think that this is actually more of a pessimistic view than it is an optimistic or a realistic view because at the end of the day yes there are going to be women that do cheat yes there are going to be women that will fuck around but does it mean that all women do it i don't think so does it mean that most women do it i'd also like to not think so but some people might call me an idealist i might be called blue pilled or some shit and to be very honest i guess that could be the case but at least as far as i'm concerned most of the people that i talk to which in and of itself is very subjective i don't think that a lot of women do cheat on their men yes there are some that are going to cheat let's be particularly honest and yes there are going to be a lot of women that are always going to be looking for the best option but to think that they can't choose to settle down with you or they won't choose you and just stick to you and not start looking around i think is kind of selling yourself a little bit short as a man because you're almost assuming that this babe is almost always going to be trying to fuck another guy or she's almost always trying to look for the next best option that's possibly better than you in some way now of course this can push you as a man to go ahead and like be better and like work out and like look all big and strong and dominant and you know make money and shit but the reality of it is there's always going to be someone that is going to be able to do something better than you so at the end of the day it's an uphill battle but it doesn't mean that you're always going to be the top on every single pyramid no matter how high up you go with one or two or maybe three things you can't be the absolute best at every single thing so ideally it would be better to just focus on the things that you're really good at become very very good at them you know make sure you hit the top of your pyramid and and while you're doing all of that if you manage to find yourself a good mate that you feel you're compatible with 
that you believe is actually a good, well-valued, well-mannered person, then by all means get into a relationship with them. Because you can't keep on thinking that every single woman is going to cheat and then you end up not really giving a chance to anyone because you think that they're going to cheat on you. The reality of it is some might cheat but there's going to be others that won't. I know people that will never cheat on their partner with someone else because the moment they decide to be with this one person, it's like they dedicate that everything to this one very person. So for you to think that every girl will cheat on you or won't be monogamous with you is probably wrong. But also to think that every woman won't cheat on you is probably also wrong. So the reality of it is you do have to accept that when you date someone, they may or may not cheat on you. The only thing that you can really be able to control is how good of a partner you are so that at the end of the day, if they do cheat on you, then at least you can leave knowing that you did not do anything to push them towards the direction of being with someone else. But all that said and done, since some people might not believe me, I will leave it at that and I will move it on to our very final tweet of this episode. Dear men, the love that you have for yourself is the love that can never die. But the love from a woman is like casting a paper boat on water. Never depend on a woman for love. Don't set yourself up for misery. So there's a quote that I can't remember who it was that said, but I remember hearing about it like eons ago, like probably about six, maybe seven years ago. And it said that you can't love someone properly up until you actually learn to love yourself. And I guess that that's a quote that sort of stuck in my head quite a bit. And a lot of times I usually find myself or a lot of the times when I'd find myself simping for someone, eventually it will get to a point where I'd actually ask myself, like, I'm doing all of this for someone. Like, don't I love myself? Why am I doing this for someone else, but not for myself? If it's not me going above and beyond for myself, then why should I do it for someone else? And by all means, there's nothing wrong with being selfless, but at the same time, if you don't have love for yourself, if you don't value yourself so much so that you're willing to do anything to please anyone or just some people that you purportedly like, then you'll probably always end up on the losing side of a lot of shit. So at the end of the day, a lot of times you find that the simps that will end up, you know, doing all of these things for babes going above and beyond for a babe are in some ways sort of lacking a lot of self-love. And I'm not saying that you should go and start jerking off as a form of self-love. No, no, that's not exactly what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you need to start appreciating yourself. You need to start putting more value in who you are and what it is that you can and should do for yourself. So at the end of the day, you can actually do things that make you happy and if what you're doing for a babe or for a babe's love doesn't make you happy or doesn't really make you feel like you're doing something with dignity and with value for yourself, then by all means, drop that shit. Like value yourself because at the end of the day, the babe can come and go. The babe's love can come and go. Hell, you can get other babes and fall in love with other women. But you, you have you from the moment you are born till the moment you die. So you caring for you is actually a priority. But all that said and done, let me just leave you the quote that a friend of mine told me about six years ago. Now the guy just told me this. You know that person that you would give up everything for? 
know the person that you wouldn't spare any expense for the person that you would care for and love and give everything including your own life for you know that person yeah now remove that person put yourself there and go and treat yourself and do whatever the fuck you want either way Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. If you do want to hit me up, at Bagaka the D on Twitter is where you can reach me. On Facebook and on IG, it is at Break Time on my side. The DMs are open. Thank you so much for listening again, and I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>